I, I may actually, it's been interesting, like, I, I don't have much to say on this topic, and yet I feel like God has, um, wants me to do something in my heart on this topic, and so I think that's why I'm, I'm doing this conversation on social media. It's not because I'm, like, I have a bajillion followers, and I'm gonna try and teach you how to lean your ways and use social media to your benefit. Uh, there's probably people actually in this room that would do that much better. Uh, I actually just want to, it feels so weird talking about this and not being micro, sorry. I'll get a little news. That'll be a little new, new for me. It's, it's because I actually feel like God might be asking me to change the way I do social media in my own heart that I, that I, and then I got asked to talk about it that I felt I should. Okay, so I just, I just want to like really start off by saying, if you're looking for seven steps to grow your, your own social media platform, I'm, this is not that talk, okay? If you're here to, yeah, seven people walk up. Oh, if, if you're here learning, like, uh, if you have a business account or you're um, looking to grow your, your marketing, awesome. I think this, social media is the best place to do it. Uh, that's not really what this is about. This is a conversation about social media. Uh, it's effects. It's, um, it's battle. It's constant battle in our heart and our mind and our soul. That's what this is about, okay? Uh, social media is a huge thing, and I want to talk about it for a little bit. Is that okay? I just want you guys to be really clear. I would actually hate if you were like, oh, I was here to like, I want to be able to leverage what I do on social media f- for the kingdom. We're going to even touch that a little bit, but I, I did want you to, I wanted to preface that way because I'm not, I'm not actually huge on social media. It's not something I'm doing a ton of. It's not something I feel like I'm great at. In fact, a lot of times, if, if you follow me on, for example, on Instagram, um, it's usually just Georgia and Bo. Like, you would just assume it's their account um, because I, d- I don't really know what else to do with it. <laughs> or it's like a church thing or a youth thing. And so I just, I wanted to preface that, okay? I just, it would be, it would be sad for me if you felt like uh, that wasn't helpful to growing my platform. It's not really what I'm feeling. I feel like God's saying to me. So I wanted to clear the air. Um, I want to pray, and then I want to get into it. Can we pray first? Holy Spirit, we're coming to you now. We're asking God that you would do something in us. I love that there's just a, a small group in here that we can, clearly we want to know more about this topic. And so I pray that you would use me to speak your words. I pray, Lord, that what you've put on my heart would speak to someone else. And I pray in Jesus' mighty name that you would do a work in us uh, positively for your kingdom. God, continue to awaken us even now in these breakouts. And everybody said, This is definitely also not a doomsday speech. I, I don't want you to feel like, I'm going to come up here and say, like, social media is the devil, because I don't believe that. I really don't believe that. I actually, I actually believe the, the older I get, whoa, the older I get, uh, the, the more life experience I think um, you, you gain, you realize that most things in this world are not intrinsically perfect or intrinsically evil. Like, that's not, there are, like, that, that, that's in our world, but most things are actually really for us to kind of see, to take hold of, and either the gospel, either Jesus Christ moves in us in such a way that we're able to leverage things for the kingdom, or we leverage them, I wouldn't say for the enemy, for our own benefit. I think that's actually most of life. Like, like honestly, good things often become, this, there's this big Christian word, idolatry, right? We, we've heard this often. And that really is kind of the essence of most things. I read a book, um, I believe it's called... Mm, why can't God's at War. It's by Kyle Edelman. This was a book. We just did it with some of our student leaders years ago. Uh, some of these guys might have even read it before. And um, it was really this, the premise of this book was that all sin is really idolatry. Like, essentially, most sin that we go through in our life essentially is us taking a thing and making it God. And that's really kind of what could happen with social media. Again, I don't want this to be a doomsday speech. I had so many titles for this, this talk, and, and Trina kept being like, that's terrible. No one's going to show up to that. I was like, why? It's so good. It's, uh, I don't even remember what they were. They were, they were bad. They weren't good. It was like the anti-social social media, or like, I don't know. They were just like, sounded like I hated social media, and I, didn't, I don't want that to be the case. But I realize in life, and in social media specifically, 
There's so many ways that we can take things. Even your marriage, like, you, it, can, it can be used for the kingdom or it can be used for your selfish benefit. Your job can be used for the kingdom to glorify God and to give you joy or it can only bring you joy. And I really feel like that's kind of where we're at in social media. So what is it? Like, really, what, what am I actually talking about today? Um, like, the internet popped up in what? Like, the, it was 1991 that the internet really was, became, became public. 83, they'd kind of been working on it. It was like seven, eight years. And then 1991, boom, internet hit. And then when it came to social platforms, social networking platforms, you had MySpace. Anyone have a MySpace before? Good, you shouldn't. <laughs> there was like this thing called Mexops, similar, it was in 03. Then you had Facebook drop in 2004. Okay, so if, I'm just going to be bold and tell you, I was 14. I remember the, the first person in my entire uh, high school who had Facebook. It was like a big deal when that popped out. I was like, what, what, is, what's, what is this Facebook book face thing? Like, what is this all about? You know, Twitter dropped in 06, Instagram 2010, Snapchat 2011, and then most recently we kind of have TikTok, which is 2016, seems to be growing quite rapidly as well. These social networking devices, these things that really are our, for our use, online apps, different platforms to interact with other people. A social networking service, this is kind of the definition generally, is an online platform which people use to build social networks, social relationships with other people who share similar personal or career interests, activities, backgrounds, or real life connections. Just super interesting. What an interesting concept, real life connection. I read a study this week, it was by Forbes, they said, what takes one person six hours online, you can get the same influence with a 30-minute coffee. So if, let, me, let me rephrase that, because I wasn't pulling it. If I took David out for a coffee in 30 minutes, I would have more influence with him than if someone took six hours, if you watch the podcast for six hours, even a FaceTime, and, and we know this, like, it is, it's, it's not the same thing, isn't it? Like, like FaceTiming your kids is not the same thing than hugging your kids. Or seeing a friend is not the same, it's not the same. Catching up for two, three hours is not the same than, than having a conversation online. But that was the goal, and I think that's a good goal. We're trying to make the world a better, we're trying to connect each other from, from, from far away. We're trying to see and be in the moment. Well, I want to see what, I want to see what Cody's doing on Saturday. That's so cool. I wasn't there, but I got to see it because I, I follow him or I, or, or I saw this person or do that. So the concept of social media is actually quite positive. In fact, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. This is a breakout. It's not just a sermon. What are some positives you, you, you've seen from social media? Can anyone give me some? Come on. You're going to say something. I felt it. I knew it. No. You're like, get away from me, you weirdo. Totally. Absolutely. The first time I ever talked to Jason? Online. Hello. It's, it's very true. Absolutely. You, you, can, you can make friends online. Okay? Let's just clear the air. You can do that. What else? Come on. Best way to do church, in pajamas. Yeah. Absolutely. It connects you to things you want to belong to. I love that. That's great. What else? Positives of social media. Let's not, let's not put this in a corner. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah, it's really good. Awesome. Yes. So you can utilize the thing that you're passionate about. You don't have to necessarily have a conversation about it, which can sometimes be hard for people. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, far from that. You're off on holidays. Stats. Big ones. Yeah. 
That's fair. That's fair. Mm. Mm. Right. Wonderful. It absolutely does. Yep. Can I take a picture of you right now? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's good. It's good. And we'll get to some more of that. It's really good. So let, let me, I've heard some of the things like encouragement. What you're saying, encourage others, inspiration, whether that be via like art or 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 like yeah, interest and creativity or or soul, like it's all there. I, I hear that it creates meaningful relationships, innovation, um, business growth. If you do got it, like totally, I hear that. You can speed up communication. I actually think, I really feel like it sometimes can foster empathy. Like you can see something that like you would never have seen before, or or if someone's willing to be vulnerable and really state how they're feeling, like can actually really show you like, man, I, I wouldn't have picked up on that. And they've used this platform to now show that. I, I, I absolutely hear that. You can support things like NGOs. You can give. It's a swipe up and you're there. So it's, again, quick connection to be able to give and be generous. Um, I, I absolutely agree with all those things. What are some negatives? Can we talk about, like, are we like, okay, Kite, relax. He just shot his hand up so fast. Right. Yeah, th yes, obviously, like, I'm not going to bombard us with too many stats, just so you guys know, but there's, there is a ton of research and data that shows direct correlation between mental illness and the amount of time you spend on your social media devices. Okay, so uh, if you'd like that, we can, we can talk about that. I can bring up some articles. You can email me, find me on the church website. I, I'm happy to give that. I did a ton of research on that, but I just felt like, I, I just wanted to go a bit of a different angle. There's a direct correlation with how much time you spend in front of a screen, specifically, looking up other people's lives, and, and mental illness. It's just, it's just there. Uh, I saw some other hands for some negatives. Just anyone want to throw up some negatives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pull up the phone, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually just on Instagram right now. This is not notes. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Like, you're literally, like, you're fidgety. Like, where's my phone? Anyone have that when you lose your phone? Like, oh, my gosh. Life is over. <laughs> Stop everything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, very good. Mm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, we, we often see the, you know, the Instagram picture and then it's like real life picture, right? You'll see that with like, this is what I was trying to put up, but this is what happened. But comparison, comparison is rampant when it comes to social media. We see this everywhere, specifically in kids. It's, it's, it's actually done, they, yeah, I, I read a couple studies. Comparison has done a couple things. One, it's actually increased, we see slow and steadily the connection between cyberbullying 
right, with comparison. Well, I want that, or I wish I could have that. Also, sex trafficking. And again, these are heavy, daunting things, friends, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to stick us to where I, I believe God wants to take us. But comparison, addiction, isolation, actually a lack of human interaction. Um, to be honest, some people just don't need a platform. <laughs> like, like, we don't. But this is what happens is they get one. Um, did, did I see another hand up, actually? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really true. It's really true. It's interesting. I, there's just a couple, a couple of thoughts, stats on just because you mentioned that um, that I found super interesting about social media. First, this: the average Facebook user has 155 friends on the platform. So some people have two million, some people have four. 155 friends, and they did a study, and they said that only you, they would only call four of them in a crisis. So it shows a real. It's it's a real misjudgment or misproportion of, of who you actually would call a friend. I always found that interesting. I think it's interesting that Instagram uses the term followers. Um, clearly, this is not like a, like, yeah, it's a connection, but it's like, you're following me. And then they've had this thing, close friends, which I thought was so funny. Now, you can just see this. It's like, I don't know, there's something about that that's super interesting. So you have 150 friends, you're only going to call four of them. Instagram has, can anyone guess how many daily active users on Instagram? Correct, lots. 500 million every single day, active. 95 million photos are uploaded to Instagram each day. 95 mil. 71% of Instagram users are millennials or younger. I think we could maybe guess that. 93% of Pinterest users plan uh, their purchases on that platform. I thought that was so interesting. I'm not on the, I'm not on the Pinterest. Pinterest is, is actually, I actually couldn't even explain it. <laughs> like, I don't even know. It's this really cool networking board that has all sorts of things. You can create walls. You can create different interests and things, and people can look at it. But it's become a place to sell things. Like, this is where people are buying things. Uh, Forever 21 just shut down. And you know what they cited? Online, online purchasing. Like, secondhand, like, used stuff. Like, they're shutting down. H&M is not looking good. So if you love H&M, get there, because they're probably leaving Canada real soon. All because people are buying things online. People don't want to leave their house. They don't want to even get out of their pajamas. Ain't that right? That's what we read. <laughs> More people, I don't know how they did this one. They, they, they cite some stuff here. More people own a cell phone than a toothbrush. <laughs> people are like two or three. So it's saying, shh, hey, 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 this is my talk. Chill. Every second, more than 500 hours of video is added to YouTube. Every second... More than 500 hours of video is added to YouTube. I thought that was so interesting. So interesting. We spend a lifetime average of five years and three months on social media. Can you please, like, honestly, just take a second here. And so if you're on this or not, I want you to consider this. The average person will spend five years of their life on an application on their device. Five years. Uh, some of you guys in the back, are any of you guys 15? 15, Camille, you're 15. Yeah. A third of your life, bro, has gone to social media. I'm just kidding. I don't know what that. <laughs> but man, when you, when you actually start thinking about how old you are and where that time goes, it's like, oh my goodness. We're just talking social media, not time. Not how much time you spend on a red light or I always, I'm like, Trina, I wonder, I want to know. I hope God will tell me how much time I spent picking up toys. I really want to know that one. <laughs> eight million, sorry, eight billion videos are viewed daily on Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you guys know that the most liked photo on Instagram is a picture of an egg? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is our culture. Congratulations. 
233 million people follow Selena Gomez, and she's at a dis distant second to the egg, I guess. It's quite interesting when you really take a second and ask yourself, where is your time going? I, I want to take a second, in the next few moments that we have, four questions and things, and really ask ourselves, is social media good or bad? Yes, we can ask that question, but again, the longer we live, we see the majority of things are not intrinsically good or bad. There's just somewhere in the middle and how God decides to use us and what we decide. But I have kind of three main thoughts, and not because I'm a preacher and I have three thoughts. I had like 13, but I'm just trying to boil it down. That I would say there's three lines, three statements I consistently hear from young adults, people out, I'm going to go on a limb here. I, I hear a lot from youth pastors as I, as I, as I work and, and get to be, I got to spend a lot of time, um, a lot of youth pastors I met online. And so this is not, by the way, this is not like, let's talk about the secular world. This, this is very much in the Christian world as well. There's just kind of three statements or phrases I continue to hear. And I, I don't want to say I want to debunk them, but I do want to kind of bring some light to them. And so that's kind of the goal, or at least maybe what God's saying to me. Social media, this is the first one. Social media is a great place for me to build my personal platform. And I just like, for a second, I wanted to like really think about that. Like, what is a personal platform? Like, what does that actually mean? And I think it's kind of what you were, what you were suggesting. And again, I see the good. There's like good, of course. There's, there's bad there's like to everything. It's like this idea like, listen, I, I believe in Jesus. I believe in people. And there's things that I can share on that personal platform. And I, I just think Instagram or, or Facebook or these things are a way for me to build that personal platform, to grow my skills or creativity, whatever it may be. Again, I'm sticking to personal accounts. This is not about business, okay? And I just had to stop and ask myself, like, Jesus continually denied his personal platform. Like, he, like if you really think about it, Jesus' life was not like, hey, build me up. Hey, let's make sure everyone knows my name. In fact, consistently he'd heal, heal people and be like, don't tell a soul. And I'm always, why, why does he tell that? Like, usually he's like, and, and go tell no one. And yet people continue to go and tell people. Like, his following grew. Why? Because he walked, and he healed, and he spoke, and people would gather, so then he would speak. And then what does he do? He retreats with 12. He was very concerned with, with influencing some very close. He was not actually overly, uh, it doesn't seem to me as I read the Gospels that he's like, I need to grow my following. And I want to read, read scripture to you, or, or maybe I'll just quickly condense it. In, in, in the book of Luke, Jesus, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit actually led him into the desert to fast 40 days and 40 nights. This was his preparation for his ministry. And the devil tempts him three different ways. This is really important. He tempts him with food. He tempts him with, with uh, I can't remember the other one, but he tempts him with this one. And it's, I thought it was so interesting when I read it. The devil led him up to a high place, the Bible says, and showed him, being Jesus, in an instant, all the kingdoms of the world. He said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. Now this has been given to me, and, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it'll be all yours. I want to paint this picture for a second. The devil himself is having a conversation with Jesus, and he's saying, I'll give you all the influence. I'll give you the biggest platform in the world. This whole thing, I, like, sin has entered the world. It's in, our gra it's in the grass. Like, you see it. And Jesus says, no, 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 no. It's not about influence like that. It's not about being king. See, the Jews thought that that the Messiah would come as a political, like, advisor. They thought, they expected a political king to come and, like, really change the way it was, because they were under Roman rule. You have to understand this. That's what the Jews expected. That's not how Jesus came. He denies the influence. He could take everything right now. Isn't it interesting that the enemy himself only wanted worship of one? Like, he didn't, he was even willing to be like, I'll give it all to you, because I just want you to worship me. I just think this was, this, this, this thought, like, of a personal platform, I'm like, I don't, 
I just, I begin to wrestle with it. And I'm not saying that I don't think I have some good things to say once in a while, but I want to be very careful, please hear this, that, that, man, the question I have to ask myself is, am I building a platform or is the platform building me? Because if the platform becomes about me, then I'm in trouble. If the platform about building my social media network and making sure people like my photos, but I do have a good message once in a while. Like once in a while, I'll post something about Jesus. It's like, I don't know, Jesus didn't seem to build it up. He just seemed to care for people, right? Like he just seemed to really love people. And then how that influence grew was just very authentic and natural. You guys hearing me? This whole first point, and I, and I see this a lot, honestly, sometimes in ministry. I've got to build my personal platform to showcase the gospel. And I, I just want to say like, yes, but I think that's a dangerous road. Maybe that's the answer I really want to give. Yes, but pride is talked a lot about in the Bible. And I don't want to be, I, I struggle with it enough already. <laughs> like I already go down that road. And so if you're a parent in the house too, I, w- I would say if, if you can be on social media, uh, uh, this is a point later, I was going to say, be on it. And I think this is a place we need to be able to question and come and, and even, you know, I have a good friend. His name is Daniel Elias, and he's a youth pastor in Surrey. I met him via social media. Love some of the things he was posting. We now are, are very close friends. Um, and he, and he, like, he sends me Christmas gifts. Like, that's like, and I don't even do that for him. He's like the nicest guy ever. Um, and recently, I just called him out on something on social media. Because I was like, dude, that was all about you. There's not a hint of the gospel there. Like, that was a weird one. And he, and, and he just, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Totally right. He tell you, did I hear you snore? Come on, bro. I know him so well that I can say that. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> and so I would just encourage you. I would encourage you all. Listen. As soon as you begin to see pride creep up, that's when you know your platform's building you. It's not the other way around. Am I building a personal platform? Like, ask yourself why. Why, why personal platform? Why do you need 1,000 followers, 2,000 followers? Why is this such an important thing for us? Because Jesus answered this. He said, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. That was his answer to the devil. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. If your platform serves you, what I mean is if your platform gives you the like and the, 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 the confidence you need, I think you're finding it in the wrong place. And that's that dangerous road is when you build a personal platform, you have to ask yourself, is this the thing that's serving me? Is this giving me what I need? And I, and I would question you on it. I would say, I would challenge yourself on it. The second thought I hear a lot of, well, social media just lets me see more of the world and my community. Are you seeing more? Well, probably. I think I see more because of it. I think I see more, but I think I miss what matters. Please hear my heart on this. I remember, um, I remember the day that Georgia walked. It was so special. Um, she was a quick walker for, for the most. She was like walking about 11 months. It was the, the best moment seeing her walk and then just bail so hard. Um, but she continued to do it and she loved it. It's interesting. Fast forward, I, 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 I don't have that picture of Bo because I was so, so wanted him on my Instagram that I can't actually picture when he first walked. I don't know the place. I don't know the time. I remember just trying to get it on my phone and missing it. I remember Georgia's, beside our couch. We didn't actually have our full couch yet. We didn't have our big rug yet. It was just on our hardwood floor right there. And she just started giving her and sprinting. And it, she was laughing as she did it. I couldn't tell you Bo's face. I couldn't tell you how you did it. Uh, I, I, he probably just rolled because he's kind of, he's a little bit chub. Um, and that sat, saddens me. It makes me sad. I love my kids more than anything. And it makes me sad that I miss that. And so I, I ask yourself, like, is, is more better? 
or, or, does, or does seeing what matters actually m- matter the most? Like, and so me and Trina have a rule that like when we get home now, we try our best, but like, man, at dinner time, phone's away and I don't touch that thing. I play with my kids and I, I found myself so many times like going for my phone to capture a moment where Georgia starts riding her bike and putting it back down and being like, I don't care if the world wants to see that this is my moment. I want to be selfish here. I want to see her ride her bike the first time. I want to make sure that when she comes in the door, like I used to film when I come in the door because when I come in the door, I don't know why my kids like me so much, but they're like, it's like, daddy! And it's like this full sprint and I used to film it because I thought I was so cute and now I'm like, Pardon my, I was going to say, screw the world. That's bad. I was going to be like, I don't even care what the world wants to see. And I would, get, I would get people messaging me like, I just love seeing your kids. I just love seeing your kids. I'm like, not as much as I do. And so I just, I just felt like I don't want to see more and miss what actually matters. So ask yourself, am I so concerned with getting a perfect shot of me on, you know, I don't know, the golf course or the coffee shop or in the art studio that I'm actually not even looking at the art or drinking the coffee or engaging in the conversation? Do you guys hear my heart? This is happening like crazy. We're missing it. The average person spends 2.2 hours a day on social media. 2.2 hours. You have 24 hours. You've lost about two and a half of them. The majority of those are spent in bed on your side like this. Get your sleep. Like, stop that. You know what I mean? But that's, that's the truth. I don't want to miss what matters. I don't want to miss it. And I would say, like, well, I don't have kids. or I don't. There is so many beautiful moments happening right in front of you. You're missing them. You're missing them. You're missing them. Sounds really harsh, but it's the truth. Last one is this. It's this idea that social media lets me be free to be me. Just lets me be free to be me. I want to do what I want to do. I want to be how I want to be. I want to post what I want to post. I want to say what I want to say. It's art. It's me. It's I, I get to be creative. I'm expressing myself. And I just want to tell you this. I pray and hope that I don't express myself all the time on social media. Because I love Jesus, but I am in the process of sanctification. And if I posted everything I wanted to post, I don't, probably wouldn't even have a job here. You know? Like, here's, here's the honest truth. We will never be perfect until Jesus comes back. James writes that. It's very true. We are in the process of sanctification. It's this consistent trying to be more like Jesus. And I know for me that some days I'm a little more in my flesh than I am in the Holy Spirit. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Hope I'm not alone in that. And so sometimes I post something and it's, it's not in the spirit. <laughs> it's probably me and my flesh. I want to read to you in Galatians, if you've got a Bible. It says this, Galatians 5. This scripture has been rocking me lately. Starting in, oh, actually I'm going to read ahead and then I'm going to come back. But you, you, many of you have heard this before. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We've heard this, right? That the Spirit will produce these things. It's not, hey, Lord, just give me patience. Like, we often pray that. But you know, Spirit, just come. Because it's going to produce that fruit. But actually, if you, like, we love, love, we take Scripture, but we don't read it all, right? So let's go back to where it actually starts. So Paul's saying this to the Galatians. By the way, he gets angry at these people. This is known as his angry letter. He's not happy. He says, so I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit. And the spirit what is contrary to sinful nature. They're in conflict with each other. So that you do not do what you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you're not under law. Please hear this for a second. This is so important, you guys. I think we're missing this in the Canadian churches the most. It's just like, I think people love coming to church. I think people 
don't always like trying to look more like Jesus. Right? I think that's honestly the case often. I think we've nailed it on cool services, fun, it's good, people come. A lot of new people show up at our church. They Google the show up. Is Dustin? De- Devin? Devin's been, how long have you been here? Since March. He just showed up, Googled church, came in, enjoyed service, he's been, been coming. But there's something that's more important than just showing up and coming. It's about Monday. It's about Tuesday. It's about Wednesday. And what he's saying here is so important. The spirit... And your flesh, they don't work together. Like, that's not, that's not, they're contrary to one another. And your desires, so often, are not actually his desires for you. I'm sorry, I'm starting to preach because I'm getting fired up. Are you, are you seeing this picture? And he's saying, please live by the Spirit. And I think sometimes we're like, I'm just called to be me. I don't think so. I'm called to be free of me. I'm called to live in what God has for me. Are you hearing me? This is really important. I'm not called to live it by the ways that I want because there's a lot of things I would do. I, I, I did this thing called the Berkman test and it kind of gives Andy different ideas of how to, how to, how to keep me in check. That's how I would define it, but it's not true. And, and my change score, there's like a change score, is 99. It means I just want to change all the time. Let's change it up. Let's change it up. And when I don't get changed, I get stressed. And you know what I do when I'm stressed? I change it up. I change things all the time. My like, Trina, we should change this. We should move this. She's like, no, keep it there. I'm like, ah, oh, do you want to, maybe we move here. And she's like, move? Where? What? No, we're never leaving. I'm like, getting antsy, you know? I'm just like, I'm going to change my shirt soon because I'm freaking out. Like, that's me. That's how I am. And, and that's not always good. I want to be rooted sometimes, right? I need to be stable. And so I just want to ask you to ask yourself, do I want to be free to be me all the time? Or, or, and I, I get there's like, listen, so this is hard because there's like a cultural thought here, right? Like if you, what's that, sh- The Greatest Showman? It's all like, this is me, whoa. And I love that. I love the whole soundtrack. We play it on Saturdays when we make pancakes. It's true. We do. Greatest Showman comes on. We listen to it. Pancakes Saturday morning, it's what we do. I'm not saying you, like, the way God has designed you, like, turn all that off. What I'm saying is we have a sinful nature, and we're at battle with it, okay? But sometimes we don't even realize it. And I want you to question yourself and make sure you ask yourself some questions before you post and ask, am I posting this? Is the Spirit asking me to post this? Or do I just want to post this because I know it's going to get some likes? Or do I want to post this just because it's controversy? And you need to ask yourself, okay, am I... Am I letting the Spirit work through me as I post? Because my sinful nature and the Holy Spirit are actually contrary to each other. I want to live, I want to be a man who lives by principle, not pressure. And I, I, I really feel that when I just be me, um, me can often be influenced by we. I want to be strong, but I know I'm influenced by others. And as soon as I get influenced too much by others, I... What, what I once thought was for the glory of God can soon be actually for the glory of Lucas. And so I just have to be careful, I know. Am I making sense? You guys hearing, hearing what I'm saying? I have a few thoughts and tips as we kind of come to the end here. I, uh, this is for parents. Parents, I would really encourage you to be on social media. Like grandparents, like do it. You know, I always love it when kids are like, oh, my grandma follows me and she has got no photos, but she follows me. Awesome. You should do that, and you should, you, should, you, should, you should totally follow your kids. I love that. Um, I think it's great. I think you should engage on it because there's things that you need to be aware of. Um, there's a lot of secret channels, a lot of DMs, a lot of things happening. By the way, students, I just want you to know this. Um, how do I say this? That doesn't sound like I'm being a total jerk. I say this with Trina. Trina and I are married. So thankful for that. Trina 
has my full commitment and she has mine. And because we're committed to another, she also has the highest level of intimacy and connection with me. Meaning that anything that is mine is hers. And so for whatever reason, if she's like, Lucas, I want to see your phone. Okay. Absolutely. No, it's my phone. No, it's not. No, 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 no. When I said I do, everything is mine is yours and yours is mine. And so there is a, a full commitment to each other. That's just, that's just what I really believe. To be, like, we've become one. And so anything I have, she has access to, right? That's, how, that's everything I believe. So for any single moment, she wants that. Now, kids, you, um, you're not married yet. Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, right now, your intimacy actually belongs to your parents. It doesn't belong to yourself or your best friend. And, and if your parents want to see your phone, you know why? It's because they've probably walked through the dangers that you don't even know you're headed towards. They've also, they've also probably walked through some really great times that you don't even know the blessing of. And so if they want to see something or connect with you in that way, it's because they care about you and they want to protect you. Stop confusing protection for like, I don't know, pressure or smothering. No, there's nothing you want to do more than protect your child. I'm not even kidding. The other, like literally last night, Bo was on the stage and he was literally booking it. And I was like, he does not know that thing is coming to an end. Bo is still working on stop. He's really good at go, but stop is hard for him. And uh, I was literally, this sounds terrible, because you guys have heard me maybe say this before, that I always say George is my favorite, but I shouldn't say that. And I had George in my arms, and I saw Bo running off, and I kid you not, you'll do anything to protect your kids. I dropped Georgia to go and try and catch Bo. <laughs> it was like an instant reaction. I was like, oh, Lord. And, and Georgia, you're, you're almost four. You can take this hit. He cannot. He may not live that one. And... Uh, and so I ran after it. Thankfully, late, uh, maybe it was Lacey or someone picked him up before he went off. Takes a village. Hello. <laughs> You'll do anything to protect your kids. And so please don't confuse their protection um, with your privacy. Did they buy you the phone? Like, and again, I'm kind of talking this, like this background, and I'm not trying to judge you guys. You're probably so good at this. I don't even t- you talk about it. But... You hear my heart, and I think, parents, if we could sit down and have that conversation, I'm going to give you access to this, but I get access to this, too. I think that's really good, and if they don't want that, I, in my mind, it's like, okay, <laughs> like, you know, because there's a certain maturity that comes with, with this, and I think that's absolutely necessary, so get on it, learn it, Google, Google facts about it, what does this mean, I, what, what is a like, what is a poke, like, all those things, figure it all out, Google it all, and learn it, and I think it's important because this is our age. The digital age. I'm actually terrified. I don't know what that means for Georgia and Bo, but like, this is where everything is. Um, like, you even heard it, even in good, like, evangelism, right? 14 million people beca- when they started that. That's why, I sh- you know, I was talking to Jason. The reason they started Youth Alpha film series is because he went to, this sounds bad, he went to a Billy Crusades thing that apparently put on, took about a million dollars to put on, and he knew that he could make a, a film series for half the price. So he started the film series. Now Youth Alpha is all across Canada. People are getting saved. Like, it's just, it's beautiful. They're on it. I'm pointing at them. Sorry, I don't mean to like split the group. I apologize. I just noticed there's some parents over here and, and back and stuff. So, kids are on it. You got to be on it too. I, 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 I don't know about the hey. Well, I'll just let them handle that because I don't know if they actually can handle it. They need you and your guidance. They need your help. They need your support. And when they prove that they're great at it, then that's just gonna open up more responsibility for them. So I would just want to encourage parents to be on it. Um, doesn't mean you have to find a hashtag or something. I'm just like, I don't even, I didn't even know if that made sense. <laughs> hashtag. Take frequent breaks. Constantly take breaks on social media. Like, not just like, I don't feel like going on today. Like, delete the app. And don't tell anyone. You don't need to post about it. Just take a break. Constantly reevaluate how much you're on social media. Like, just delete the app. Get rid of it. Delete the app. We'll, we'll get questions at the end. 
Would you have a statement? Is more of a question? Can you wait till the end? I'm almost done. I promise. Hold on to it. Write it down. I promise. Um, we should constantly be reevaluating re our social media presence. Honestly, we should. Um, we constantly should do this. And I, again, I don't think you should announce it. I think it's just, you take a break. I'm getting off it. Um, don't like something if you don't like it. I'm, I'm not actually talking about like double tapping. This is what I mean. Like, I think we get this idea that we need to encourage each other. And so I got to like that photo. I got to comment on that photo. I got to like that photo. Um, a while back when I was leading youth ministry, I, I told some of our youth leaders, I was like, if, if a guy has a picture of his shirt off and the caption reads like, like gains are so big that I can't even handle myself, don't like that photo. Don't double tap that. Because that's not actually a value that we, like, as a, it's not a value that we want to help push in our students. That that's, was, it was harsh. It sounds hard because I know there's a culture of, like, well, I'm just liking it to, like, encourage them. Don't encourage a contrary idea to the spirit. Does that make sense? I said if, if, you, see, if you see pictures of young girls and it's just, like, I don't know, it's scandal or whatever you think, like, maybe just don't, maybe just don't like it. Why? Because maybe they'll show that, hey, I really like you, but I always like the content that you post. And so I'd encourage you, like, be selective with what you like and what you comment on and who you follow. Um, like, don't be scared to, I'm, I'm going to leave that. Like, that person continues to be negative or this or that. I just think get selective with what you're actually seeing and what you see will actually help dictate how you live. And it's just something that I begin to, to really value. And then I would just ask this. Ask, ask before you post. Does this glorify God? Does this honor those around me? Okay. Finally, does this hurt my leadership? I often, I often say this. I, I recognize, this is my, kind of my last point, and then I'll, I'll come to you first, I promise, okay? Um, I am in a place of leadership and authority. I was just at a conference, actually, and this pastor, he said, for 30 years as a pastor, he held a picture of his family in his pocket, like, everywhere he went, and he had a little, like, it was basically like, <laughs> if you make a mistake, these are, the, these are the people you hurt. And it was a picture of his, of his family, and I was just like, that is so negative. But for him, it was inspiration to remind him of why he does what he does. Um, I, I understand that being here, I have somewhat of a position of leadership and of authority. It comes with the job. I get it. Um, we see this in so many people. We see this in people who are on Instagram. We see this in celebrities. We see this in pastors and preachers that we follow. We see this in just anyone and every day. I understand that my leadership comes with a cost. So let me just say this. No matter where you're at, you're in a place of some sort of influence and leadership. And I, I really, this has been like, this has been one of the core values I live at, so I just want to finish with this. Your leadership, let me rephrase, leadership is always sacrifice. So much of leadership is what you don't do, not what you do. So much of leadership is, is the things that you don't say rather than things you do say. So much of leadership is saying, I'm not going to post that. I'm actually not going to post this. I'm actually not going to vocalize that. Why? Because it actually affects so many people around me. Romans 14, Paul talks about this. He actually says we've got to be careful of those who may have weaker faith. That's really what he's getting at. And in a private conversation, we can talk about different things, but you actually have to be careful of those around you. And so if you actually want to be an influencer, if you actually want to lead on social media, if you actually want to use it for the glory of God, it might actually be a lot more about what you don't post than what you do. And I really believe that. And are they seeing someone different on social media than what they see in real life? Nothing, nothing makes me more upset. When you see something, when I actually get a chance to meet someone, I'm like, you're so different than what I expected because I follow you on a device that doesn't actually show me who you are. <laughs> you know? Does it glorify God? Does it honor those around me? Friends, loved ones, family, friends. 
does this hurt or potentially put my leadership aside? Because then I would say it's probably not worth it. Because I care more about the people around me than a post or this or that. So uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I have a few more thoughts, but I'm going to leave it at that because I, I think we could have some conversation. I even have some, some questions as well. If we don't have anything, I'm ready for it. So I'll, leave, I'll open the floor now. Um, any questions, thoughts, social media, what are, you, what are you hearing, what are you enjoying? Yes, starting with you. What's your name? Shekinah? Shekinah? Like Shekinah Glory? That's awesome. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry, half a year? Yeah. Your parents took for half a year? <laughs> bless their heart and soul. And bless, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Bless you, That's that would be hard. That's so good. Next time you can totally interrupt me. That was brilliant. I thought you were just kidding. I just think that's so good, and I just want to applaud you. That's hard. Six months would be a long time. I'm serious. Well, six months would be. It's a long time. <laughs> that's six months. That'd be difficult. And so good for you, Shekinah. That's, that's really cool. And I, I, I agree. I just believe. Yeah, but we'll come to you in a second. I just think we need to, we need to reevaluate. We need to get rid of the app. You know what? Actually, there was a season where I was really bad with my phone. I was, I was running Instagram for a couple of different things like City Youth and Camp in the summer and, different, and whatnot. Um, that's why you always know when I'm running social media because our, our, it'll dip if it's at church. It's quality. And I actually would come in the house and I would literally be like, here you go, Trina. I, had to, I actually had to get my wife to hide my phone. Like that, that, that's, and that's, again, I, I thought it was work. I'm like, I'm doing work. It's like, you're missing dinner. Like, you're missing dinner. Also, feed Bo. He can't feed himself. Like, and so I'd have to come in, and I'd have to, to give my phone to my wife. You can imagine the hit to someone's pride. And she would hide it, and I wouldn't know where it was, and I wouldn't get it back till bedtime. And I'm, can I be honest, though? I'm okay to say that, because, like, it's, that's the place I got. Like, that's, it is, it is addictive. It's hard. And I, again, I thought I was doing it, like, oh, I'll do City Youth Post. It's nine o'clock. They're always on social media at nine o'clock. It's like, I don't really care if some you see it at nine or nine o five or nine thirteen or seven in the morning, morning next day. Like, there's something that matters more. And so, and, and you found it. There's something that matters more. And so, it's really good. Yeah, in the back, Barb. Questions, thoughts, comments. So, Christmas is the biggest thing. January, maybe, has to go off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we used to do a 21 days of, f- of pra- fasting and prayer, and now we do, we've done three or four, four separate weeks throughout the whole year, we, and now we do prayer every day, like, we're trying to make prayer not um, 
a one-time thing in January, but prayer and fasting a thing we do consistently. But but we don't we we haven't made it a big thing. We've, we're trying to I don't know. I think we're just going through seasons of like we want to pray more, but we want to make it like a thing where we all just pray now and then. That's really good. And I, honestly, like fasting and prayer is is huge. Um, I think that's I. If you're looking for breakthrough, if you came to this conference looking for breakthrough, even like young guns in the back, if you're like, I want a moment with Jesus, it, it may take some fasting and prayer. Yeah. Um, just, just to throw, that's really good. So you're saying fasting helps both and? Both and, yeah, I would say both and. For me, I just love food a lot, me and Bowman. Um, <laughs> so so to, to get off food for me is really important. Um, but yes, I would say both for sure. And I would say too, like, yeah, it's it's... This becomes a bit of a trap, you guys, um, big time. Me and Trina just decided um, I wanted to do it before the conference, but I thought that would be so cliche, so I didn't. But we're just going to combine our Instagrams because I was like, why do, we have, why do I have my own? Why do I need a personal platform? I don't. I serve this house. I serve God. I serve Annie and Lisa. I love them to pieces, and I serve my family. And so anything we do can be on one. And so that's just something we're choosing to do. And so maybe you think and take a moment and pray about it. Reevaluate how much you post, what you post, when you post, how much time is it getting of your attention. Again, if you're growing a brand or a business, I think this is a very different conversation. And I just want that to be very upfront. But um, when it comes to just your own personal social media, it's so important that it, that it really comes down, to, comes down to what Jesus wants you to do. Other thoughts, questions? Any question? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right. Ah. Click. Nice. Love that. So good. Any questions, thoughts? Dave. So for me, it's like Job 100. I can see it. Mm. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, so good. So, well, you know, like all, all things, real quick, all things we did City Youth was always Facebook. And it was the place. So I could never delete that app because I was all business. Um, and so I think one of two things. One, I would always delete Instagram when I could, the score app. Anything that's going to show me some sport highlights, I had to get rid of because that was a, a huge time attention thing for me. Um, and so those things, yes, get as much rid of as much as you can. Your schoolwork matters. Your group chats matter. Chatting with you, even like some of you want to influence young people. Like this, I'm telling you to get on it, and I'm also telling you to get off it. It's kind of like... That's what to do. Like, it's frustrating. And so I think it comes down to absolutely a balance. And here's the thing, like, if you notice, if you notice that you're spending more time on it or you're searching, like, here's, here's a, a great moment. Let's say you're sitting with Audrey and you're watching, I'm just going to get real personal because there's not enough people in here. You guys are watching a movie together. There's a movie on, but you're both on your phones separately. And you also have your Mac out because you're doing some things here. When you can notice two or three screens happening at once and no conversation with the person you're trying to engage with, it's a real great moment to be like, we're on this too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get rid of something, you know? Or here's what I do. I actually create alarms in my phone constantly because I know I'm going to be on it. Like, I know, I know how bad I am with this and addicted I was for a little while that I'd create alarms and be like, get off your flipping phone, right? <laughs> Trina, and that's what I had to do. And I'm not embarrassed to tell you guys that because, again, it was work and it was things I thought I was, like, needing to do. And so I think there's a balance, Dave. I think for you specifically, you got to stick with what 
with work, and then as soon as school's done, let's get rid of it for a while. So there are always, always moments you can maybe potentially get rid of it. And if it's, if it's youth, for example, summertime, hey, boys, I'm getting rid of it. Why don't we all get rid of it? Hey, so that whole meme thread that we have, let's just put a hold on that for a week, right? And so you actually bring other people into what you're doing, and that's something I'm excited to do. Like, Trina would do a social media fast, but I wouldn't. But now we have one account. So now if she's off, I'm off. Like, it's going to be, can't wait. it's great, right? Like, so I think finding the balance, I think it's really good. I think asking yourself, like, how many devices and apps do I have open right now? And actually, what is, what is the thing that you find most addictive? For me, it, honestly, you guys, it was actually not always Instagram. It was the score. The score is like a sports app. I just highlights, highlights, highlights. I want to see it. So that's what I had to get rid of. It wasn't Instagram. Like, Instagram is one thing. But I actually, for a while, had to get rid of my podcast because I just was like, podcast, podcast. I'd be in the house cleaning the car, and I couldn't hear my kids because I had podcasts going because I just was like, I need to learn. I need to grow. No, I need to have fun with my kids. Like, this is Saturday. This is what they're for. And so ask yourself, what is the thing that maybe takes most of your time? Because it might not be Facebook. I personally don't use Facebook outside of work. Like, it's just like, I don't ever think I put anything on that. When the Raptors won was probably the last post I ever had on Facebook. So ask, you know, you know, once I put up, I put up three or four posts a year on Facebook and they're always sports related. So does that answer your question? Yeah. Any other thoughts, questions? It's really great. That's so good. I don't know. No, I don't. But Michael, I guess for me, my thought is like, either way, like whatever those things are, there probably is. Like I think right now media is great. Uh, we have that at our church, right? Like it's, it's the Christian Netflix and there's so many great things of that on there. So I think that's brilliant. Um, and, there's, and they're not just like shows. Like their Bible studies are stopped. You can talk. I, I just think what kids, please excuse me because my kids aren't this age. And so I, I don't want to speak out of turn. All kids need right now, it seems like, and uh, from what I'm reading and from what I'm seeing in my four-year-old, zero to, I would say, eight, all they really need is your attention. And you guys know this. Like, you know, you have kids. Like, like, Georgia right now, this is my last thought, but daddy, come play with me. Daddy, come play with me. Daddy, and this is, I kid you not, will you please come play with me? Like, will you please be a horsey with me? That's all I want right now. I just read a study that was so interesting. Um, I don't, and it's kind of, I was, I was, it was researching, this is so off topic, so please, this is my last thought. I promise, I promise. I, I, I was researching suicidal rates for transgender kids, so people who are 18 and under who, who, who are dealing with, with transgenderism or whatever that is, because I, like, I, I just don't even understand. I don't pretend to know it very well, so I was just trying to research it. And they recently published a, a, a fascinating study that showed um, basically 70% of people who consider themselves transgender um, all had a few things in common, but every single one of them had one thing in common, and it was lack of FaceTime and, and it was, sorry, let me rephrase, lack of um, basically wrestling with dad. So this is just one study I read, but I wanna, I'm going to connect the dot for a second. I, I just don't think Georgia needs to be in front of the TV. There's nothing, like she's just, her brain is this big, she only wants to play, I need to help her grow her imagination and, sh and, and give her the attention she needs, which is with dad. I need to wrestle with her every night. I need to wrestle with Bo every night. 
I need to keep them healthy and do that. But I think elementary, you're starting to see kids already jump on their iPod touches. They know how to get Wi-Fi. They can download things like Snapchat. And I just, I don't know if more applications is what our world needs right now. And so I don't know. I, I hope that I can be like, hey, gee, when you're 13, maybe we'll talk about a, a phone. But like, like, look at me. I'm like this hopeful parent. I don't know. My kid's four. So I, it's not fair because you guys are vets in this area. I know you guys, you are. You're, 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 I just got to baptize. I just got to baptize three of your kids? All three, three of your kids. Four, you have four though, right? Oh, I get to, all three. I get to baptize all three of their kids, and they love the Lord. You guys are whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. Um, I just research, look into it, CBM, ask what they have. But I just think, whatever you guys are doing, you're doing it right because your kids are love the Lord, they love church, and I see well, how you're doing it. And I just think they need more of you. They need some more of these youth leaders that love them, and I think that's I think that's the actual goal. And when they're 13, 14, then maybe it becomes something different, but. Does that answer your question? I know it's a bit off, but I just think, I don't know, I would be like, who cares? Let's go this way. Okay, last thing, Nicole. What do you want? Just kidding. It's recording. It's recording. Yeah. Because this talk was so amazing, now everybody can hear it. I'm going to put it on my Instagram later. I'm going to put it on my Instagram later. You can follow me. I'm just kidding. I hope I've answered some of your questions. I hope you hear in my heart that this wasn't about growing anything necessarily. It, it was actually, if, if I can be so honest, it was about checking my heart in this process of Instagram and all these things. I hope you would take some time to consider yours and use it for the glory of God, to honor those around you, to, to yeah, grow your influence. Yes, that's all great, but let's make it about Jesus. Amen? Amen. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, thank you so much for who you are. Uh, God, let us, hmm, let us be mindful I pray we would take heed, as your Bible says, of, of all the things that social media make, maybe could bring in front of us. Holy Spirit, I ask that we would be smart and wise and make good decisions. Man, if someone in here right now needs, knows they need to go on a, a fast, I pray that you would convict them and they would follow through. I pray that we would come beside each other. I pray that we would not shame one another for using it in good ways either, that this would always be about your kingdom and community growing. Lord, we thank you for uh, who you are. Man, this conference has been amazing so far, Lord, and we thank you for that. All glory to you. Bless parents, kids alike in here with the wisdom to use this in the proper way. We love you, Jesus. Everybody said? Amen. Amen.